What's up, everybody? I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is a weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast that is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Whether it be graded or raw, Carter Comics has got them all. Unfortunately, you cannot purchase these comics in time for Christmas anymore, since Christmas, uh, as we're recording, is, uh, I don't know, what, 16 hours away? Something or like that. 20, I don't know, 30 hours away? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. So, unfortunately, you can't, but I bet they make a pretty sweet New Year's gift. I would agree. Right? New Year with comic books, man. Yeah. I mean, New collection. Right? You can buy them to hang on your wall or read. You know, if yeah. people out there still read, you know, why the hell That's not? Right. You can buy all these comics over at CarterComics.com. You can check out their store and uh, purchase all these comics right there on their uh, website. And our f- discount code FREAKNET will save you 10% on your entire order. Not just at their website, though, but they got four different eBay accounts. Links to all those can be found on the homepage of CarterComics.com. And, yes, our discount code works there, too. Use FreakNet, save 10% on your entire order. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, all one word. You'll save 10% on your purchase, not only on eBay, but also at CarterComics.com. Right? I don't know why my nose is all stuck. I know I'm not sick. Well, who the hell has allergies in in winter? Dude, it's like 60 degrees outside on December 23rd. How messed up is that? It's I, very messed up. I like I like Cooper out uh, to do his business before we start recording today, and I'm able to stand out on my back deck in nothing but uh, some uh, some workout pants. You know, barefooted, no shirt, just like, huh? When did it become April? Yep. Uh, I guess it's a, so normally I would be freaking out because like just personally to say I know too much about climate change to not be like nervous when it's hot out in winter. Mm -hmm. Uh, This year I did find out that this is because of um, there's an El Nino storm happening out like off the coast of Mexico. And that is part of what is causing this unusual heat this time of year. So it does happen. It's not. Totally unusual. It's been 30 years since it's been this warm, this late in December, but it does, you know, it's not totally unheard of. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, see, and, and it's weird for me because I'm, I'm okay with the lack of snow because it also means the roads aren't that bad. And my commute, which is already about 45, 50 minutes on a really, really good day, wouldn't turn into like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what? It's not even to me, and maybe it's maybe it's different by you. To me, it's not even that the roads get bad because of the snow. Mm-hmm. It's that everyone who grew up here suddenly forgets how to drive <laughs> in the snow. And it's like you've been doing this your whole life. Why can't you do this? I don't. I don't get it. It's 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 a little column A, low column B for me because so so and and it's weird because once in a while, if I really focus on it. I kind of time out certain like uh certain uh points in my uh in my travel. So if I leave my house and I drive down to uh Wilmington Road 53. Sure. Uh it takes me about 20 minutes to do that. And that's all and it's all country. To get from that point to 55 
is roughly about 8 to 10 minutes, give or take. To get from that point on 55 to Route 30 on 55, it's about another 10 minutes. And to get from that point on uh, 55 and 30 to my office, about another 20 minutes. So it, it's it's a good chunk of country, but then also, you know, more of the congested uh, populated areas. So when I get to the populated areas, when I get onto the highways, nobody knows how to drive anymore. It's like it's like Texas drivers on a first, like, uh, flurry day of their winters because yeah. and we we know they don't have salt trucks down there. I don't even think they own plows. They just kind of oh, there's a dusting. Shut the state down. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to you. When there's when it's like uh, backcountry roads that they don't really plow at all or keep keep in good shape. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and a lot of it too is the snow drifts. You know, it's just it's oh, all yeah. the snow that's being blown from the from the fields onto the road, <clears throat> and it'll either shrink the road down into like a lane and a half. Or it just completely like covers it over, and the the county does pretty good on maintaining the roads they need to maintain, but because of this stupid fucking rule, and I never understood it, and I I wish somebody would just fix it, that county roads have to be plowed by the county, state roads have mm. to be plowed by the state, and then uh, municipal roads have to be you know plowed by the town that you know by the municipality. Yeah, it, it's dumb. And yeah. I, I, found, I also found out, and this was a while ago, uh, like years ago and shit, that if you have your own snowplow, so like you plow your own driveway, about you know or whatever, you go around, you plow people's driveways and shit. If you plow a municipal road, you get ticketed for it. Really? Yeah. Why? No idea. If I if I owned a truck and had a plow on it and I was driving down a country road and there was nobody on it, it was barren middle of the night or some shit, and I was like, you know what, I'm getting from point A to point B. In the meantime, I'm just gonna plow this road. You get ticketed for it. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, God forbid. I mean, like if I if I was to drive down a country road and see I don't know like a deer laying dead in the middle of the road, and like, hey, you know, if a if a Chevy Cobalt came by and hit that. <laughs> That would be a very bad day for the driver yeah. of that Chevy Cobalt. Yeah, so if me and a buddy got out of the car, dragged that carcass off of the road into the, you know, off to the side or something like that, I don't think we'd get in trouble. But if I'm trying to clear the snow off of it, ticket. Baffling. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not a big fan. And plus the roads are garbage anyways because of all the salt that we have to use and everything. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's it's just like I I'm okay with the snow not being here, but at the same time, I really wish the snow was here so you know nieces and nephews can enjoy snow. I know I I love a white Christmas. It's just yeah, there's something it, it, about it. It's just nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, it's almost like it's not Christmas. You know, really, like at that point, you know, it's right. Like I mean, obviously, like the day's happening, but that feeling's not there for sure. And I feel like you know, up to maybe noon on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Fine. Be sixty degrees. Yeah. The second it gets to be noon, the temperature should drop to like thirty, and then it should get progressively colder until midnight, and it should start snowing around ten o'clock. You know, yeah. That way you can get home from your Christmas party and go to bed mm-hmm. uh, safely. And then uh, it should snow from ten o'clock until like ten o'clock the next morning, because uh, no one works on. Uh, no one should be working on Christmas Day anyway. And that's yeah, how it exactly. should be. You know. <clears throat> you know, emergency workers, whatever, hospitals. 
Yeah, I got a. Uh, I mean, obviously, like the the inspectors and stuff in my industry, they work twenty four seven, three sixty five. Um, right. Unless your days off fall on the holiday, you 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 just you don't have it off. It's just unfortunately how it's always been. Um, refineries never close. Uh, and it's like it's one of the things. Like if if you really if you really think about it, and like I I think it's Mike or Michael or however you refer to our brother as. You ever refer to you ever refer to uh, brother Michael as just like Mike? Uh, I haven't. Um, I think I've thought about it. Try it once. And, and see how you feel. I just 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 try it once. I, I already thinking about it makes me uncomfortable because right. he's his namesake is my uncle. I can I call him my uncle Mike. Is my yeah. mom's uh, stepbrother, yeah. and just, so just, like the idea of, of calling Michael Mike when you just gotta try what? Like I, 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 I don't know how often you ever like. I, I guess realistically, like you know the way you know we in you know the way we uh, greet each other, like it's never like like how you doing, Joey? Like hey, Joey's like it's just like hey, what's up? Or hey, man, you know right. stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But next time you're in person. You know, you go to give uh, Michael a hug. Just like, hey, Mike. I, I, just, I just, I want, I want, <laughs> I want to know what your feeling is on it because in my mind, it's gonna be one of those things where, you know, as you guys are hugging, he's gonna look at you, not in the eye, but in during the embrace, he's gonna look at you like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah, he's. I can picture the look on his face, like, yeah. And what? then you're gonna look at him like, I can't take this back. Yep, that's like, probably exactly how it would go. Like we're in the end game point right now. Like that. Yep. Like that's what it is. Like, like, uh, like you, like you're gonna have the same expression on your face when you're at a concession stand at a theater, and when they say enjoy the movie, and you say you too. That I imagine that being the look you have. Like I can never come back here. Like that's it. Yep. Or when someone asks you, like, like you're prepared for like, uh, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And they ask you like, how are you doing? Which are two different questions. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. no, yeah, it's, I'm, it's, I'm doing cool. Thanks. Right. <laughs> it's like, what, it's like, what do you want me to say here right now? It's like, it's like, yeah. Um, well, gee, dude, I had, I had a feel, I had a moment like that. Um, there's this guy you usually call. He, he's one of our, he's one of our customers. He usually calls in, and uh, usually it's like, you know, like blah blah blah. This is you know, Travis, how can I help you? And then he usually says, hey, this is Kyle, how are you, and everything. And I say, good, Kyle, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just the habit. Yep. And then yeah. um, sometimes, uh, this week was such a blur because the end of the year sucks, but I think it was on, like, Tuesday. It may have been, like, Tuesday or something like that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to work on the computer, get stuff uh, going and everything. It's, like, almost it's about, about first thing in the morning. Phone rings, I'm like... Am's not gonna help you, and he, he's like, he's like, hey, is this Travis? I'm like, good, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh a, man! And then there was a pause, <clears throat> and I was like, I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> and he just laughed. <laughs> yeah, this is Travis. Ah. Yeah, and I'm just like, Am's not gonna help you. Is this Travis? Good, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, happens. Yeah, dude, especially the end of the year. It's just like, oh yeah, I, I, it, it's it's a go, it's it's a goofy time, obviously, because everybody wants to get their shit done, and I can understand that. And again, I think 
I think that's one reason also I'm okay with the weather being the way it is because I know uh my the guys I work with are out working today. And climbing on top of short tanks and barges and everything and snow absolutely sucks too. Uh back when I did I absolutely hated it. But um oh, sure. I, I do I do miss the idea of laying in bed like on Christmas Eve with a with like a like a down blanket, a little bit freezing, but not freezing to the point where, you know, you're, it's unbearable, but freezing enough where you want to pull that comforter up just a little bit more. Oh yeah. Wearing like, wearing, uh, wearing, uh, the, uh, the flannel, like pajama bottoms and being able to wake up the next morning, sit up, look out the window, seeing the snow, like awesome. I got to head over to my folks house now and do Christmas. And I mean, fucking it. I'm, I'm now all I'm doing is wearing, you know, you know, workout pants and uh, having like a thin fleece blanket. It's like this ain't Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, I am wearing a. Uh, I, I. I don't know if you got the uh, the notification or, or how the how the payment works, but I'm rocking myself a uh, the the eggs and bacon uh, Freaknet Studios T-shirt. Oh yeah, with a uh, with a uh, Secret Society hoodie. Dude, that's awesome. No, I. Uh, no. Yeah, you know, it, it it throws, I don't know what it is, man. I, here's the thing. I probably did get it, <laughs> but for some reason, because I, uh, I, I, I can't find an intern. Anyone who wants to work for free, let me know. Between uh-huh. the, between four emails, three Instagrams, four Facebooks, three Twitters, I just, uh, three, uh, websites. I, I just, I don't even know anymore. Yep. And the, and the thing that sucks is too is like, it's like not only do like you know you got like four different emails you got like monitor your emails for, but you also got four emails where spans being sent to. Oh yeah. Like I felt I felt a little offended that the uh, the same uh, the same um, you know Libyan uh, prince is asking for five million dollars from both JFW and this freaking show. And I was like, what do you need with ten million dollars? Wow. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly what I need with ten million dollars, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I would, love, I would love ten million. I'm, I've been I've been binge watching NCIS for so uh, now again because uh, <clears throat> I finally got to, like the last two. I got the last two most recent uh, seasons on DVD, and they don't have it on uh, Netflix anymore. It ends at episode fifteen on Netflix, and I think it went over to like Paramount Plus or something like that. And I refuse to get in our streaming service. I'm really fucking close to canceling my. Uh, by Comcast because two hundred forty dollars a month is a joke. That's insane. I yeah. found out we for the first time I think since we've ever had Comcast, mm-hmm. I managed to use seventy five percent of our. Well, probably not just me, but mostly me because yeah. I work from home a lot and I'll just have something playing in the background. I used seventy five percent of our data allotment, which I didn't know we had. First of all, mm-hmm. uh, second of all, so my 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 wife is the one who signed us up for Comcast. And so she got an email letting us know that and letting us know that if we go over our data allotment for the month, it's $10 for every 50 gigabytes after we hit 1.2 terabytes. You're going to have to, you're going to have to explain to me how to look that up because I've never, I never looked at that before. They, I don't think they ever, I've never, I didn't know it existed. I didn't know it was a thing. Um, the Is only the reason I found out about it was because they sent an email letting us know that, like, hey, you've only got 25% of your, your data left. Oh, yeah, cause, because I, I never, I, well, I've never received an email about that before. Um, but I would like to see where it's at because, 
maybe I'm not using a lot of internet. The thing is, I, I know I need to call them because I want to cut down on my my TV package because I did get the one I did get the one level up, and the only reason I got that is because I got the MLB network because I I love baseball. But I realize I don't really watch it. Like, I hardly ever watch cable to begin with. So I kind of just want to drop down and get, like, the basic fucking package with, like, the normal fucking channels and just be done with it. Because I hate the fact, and and Comcast is the absolute worst for this. And if you're listening to this and you threaten to take my shit away, do it. I'll just go to AT&T, Verizon, I don't give a fuck. But you guys are absolute monsters when you sit there and tell everyone, like, oh, we could sign you up for Comcast, and you get this, this, and this, and it only costs you $140 a month. But then, like, two years later, it bumps up to $180. Mm-hmm. And, then I, and then you have to say, like, oh, well, it's because of fees and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? $40 in additional fees? No. You're increasing the cost of the package. You're increasing the cost of the rental of the equipment. You're increasing the fees. Like, no, this is stupid. And then so, I remember when I when I lived in my apartment, I had – cable, one box, and the a package bigger than what I have now, and internet, and it cost me $120. And that was only a decade ago. Yep. And now, when I, when the last time I renewed my cable, and I don't remember how long ago it is, I, I think it was like either COVID or pre-COVID times, so 2019 or 2020. So I think my deal might be up. But the, what I had was $140. a month for two boxes, internet, cable, blah, blah. But now it's $240. And I was like, you guys are almost adding another fucking $100 to what I previously agreed to because over time that's what fucking happened. No. So I need to get a hold of Comcast. The only problem is, like, it's a crapshoot with Comcast on who you're going to get in the – um, in, in the uh, customer service. Cause I, I will either get people who are just trying to upsell me on shit while I'm yep. trying to lower the cost of my bill, or you get people who understand how life is and like, let me fix this for you. Yeah, I get it. That price is ridiculous. And they're always sweet people who are just like, yeah, I totally understand. It is a lot of money. Let's see what we can do. Let's see if we can still get you what you have for a lower price. And maybe it'll be for like nine months or a year or whatever. But like, I'm just at the point where it's just like, it's like I barely watch TV. There's yeah. no reason for me to even have cable because I have all these streaming apps. But even then, when I'm home, you know, I'm either playing my, I'm either playing the, you know, my PlayStation or, you know, I'm, I don't know. It's like I, I'm watching TV on my, I'm watching a streaming app on my phone. In fact, the one streaming app I watch that I don't own, I don't have. So it's like, it's like, I, I don't even fucking know. Like, and I'm going to get to a point, too, where, like, maybe I don't even want Amazon Prime because that's another $170 a year. And it's like, for what? I never really watch it. The only thing I'm, the only reason I have it is for, like, the shipping and shit. Like, same. I don't even really need it for that because, like, uh, how often do I really need two-day shipping? Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I just, hey, I actually, uh, I mean, it's all digital rewards, so take that with a grain of salt, but they'll pay you to not two-day ship. I've seen things like that. Yeah, it'll be like 2 or $3, and it'll be like, you know, for you to spend on Kindle or, or music or something, but yeah, whatever, see, they, man. See, I'd rather them say like, hey, we'll ship this to you in five days, but we'll credit you $5 to use on any purchase in the future. Right. And that's what they should do. Yeah. Right. <sighs> oh, well. Yeah, do? it's fine. Uh, well, we spent half the show bitching about life. 
Um, I really, <laughs> I really want this show to be about Christmas itself because, uh, it, this is going to be our Christmas episode. And then the next episode we release, which will be the last episode we, uh, we release, will be our New Year's episode. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about Christmas. Um, and I wanted to talk about the, um, uh, the Christmas Carol. Ooh, yes. Oh, yeah. Cause you've been watching the movies. I've been watching the movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I did watch a few of them. Uh, I, I watched, you know, mostly the streaming app ones. One I did watch on cable, which was the, uh, the Patrick Stewart one, which is my absolute favorite. Uh, because I wanted to help people and be like, Hey, you know, if you guys like the Christmas Carol, but you're not quite sure which one to watch and everything, you know, I'll, I'll kind of help you out there. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch every single one. I just, I, I didn't. Uh, so the oldest one I watched was, let me see here, uh, would have been 1983's, uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, which is animated. Uh, the oldest live action one I, I watched was the, uh, Patrick Stewart one from 1999. Um, gotcha. Which I absolutely love. But uh, I'm going to start at the top of my list, and I'll let you guys know where I watched it at. Uh, some, uh, some uh, like, a couple notes about it and how I ranked it out of ten. Um, I never had an opportunity, and I, I probably will maybe tomorrow, because I think Christmas Eve and Christmas Day to kind of unlock freer movies and shit like that. I do kind of want to see like like what like the 1932 uh, Christmas Carol movies are like or 1940s and stuff. I kind of want to see what those are like because obviously I think the quality of the movie isn't going to be that great, but I really want to see how they hold up to the actual story. Um, so Scrooge: A Christmas Carol uh, on Netflix came out in 2022. Uh, it's an animated version of it, uh, and it it really stayed close to what the story is. I went online and I was trying to you know I was trying to I, I tried to Google. Uh, Christmas Carol movie closely related to, uh, Charles Dickens. It's Charles Dickens, right? Yeah. Uh, Charles Dickens, uh, Christmas Carol. Uh, Patrick Stewart was very close. Uh, this, uh, animated movie was also close as well. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it is they kind of made it into like a musical format where, um, I, I do enjoy musicals like Sweeney Todd and all that shit. Uh, I just didn't like that they turned Christmas Carol into a musical. Uh, so I wasn't a huge fan of that one. But I did enjoy the move. I did enjoy the story. I enjoyed the, uh, the, uh, the animation that they did because it's almost like, it, when I, when I imagine it, it seems live action, but it is really an animated. So it was really, like, in that aspect. I think it's relatable to, um, I think, like that Spider-Man movie we were talking about. Yeah. You know how like we were talking about how like how the how that kind of animation and everything like it seems real but it is uh uh cartoony. Yeah, so it's like that. Um also the ending is different than the rest of them in a the sense where like in the ending of, you know, normal Christmas Carol, uh Scrooge is uh given was it crack crack it? God why can't remember why am I blanking out his name? Bob Cratchit. Yeah, Cratchit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just gives Bob Cratchit a raise and all this other stuff, tells him to go get coal, you know, go get more coal or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And this one, he makes a Cratchit partner and all that stuff. Like, you know, like, I'm giving you, like, half the business, blah, 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 blah. Which, a little bit off, but, you know, again, they, throughout the movie, they really held up on the, uh, the, uh, the story. So, eight out of ten for that one. 
solid. Oh, all right. Nice. Yeah, solid, yeah. Yeah. A lot of these are high, just because I really love the movie. As long as yeah. you, st- I-, I love the story. So as long as you stick to the story and it doesn't like go way far out, it's going to be a solid top number. Right. I mean, it's one of the great stories of all time. So it's, uh, of yeah. course, of course, it, it, you know, yes. it's hard to mess up. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I, and I, I was thinking about doing, I, I first started doing it out of five, but everything was like four out of five. I'm like, there's got to be a little more gift. So I did expand it out. So, uh, definitely eight out of 10. <clears throat> uh, Disney's A Christmas Carol, the one that uh, Jim Carrey voiced. So, right. <clears throat> uh, I don't have a lot to uh, to complain about in this one, uh, just because this one also was very similar to the story, very similar to the original book. Um, which, by the way, I found out it only takes a normal person about an hour and 45 minutes to read the entire Christmas Carol. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either until I Googled it. I was like, I wonder if I get Cartoon Joe to read this. Mm-hmm. But a normal person, like, you could probably get through it in like an hour and 20. Yeah, but, probably, like, but, yeah, yeah. But if you wanted to read it for, uh, what do you want to say? So that people could understand what you're saying. Yes. 100%. Uh, yeah, so this is a Jim Carrey one. Uh, again, animated. Uh, similar to the 2022 one. They said they made... Uh, they made Scrooge a little bit more uh elderly, decrepit looking in this sense compared to the Netflix one. Uh so yeah, I guess I I don't know how to explain it, but like when I every time I watch the Scrooge one, it reminds me of the uh old man from my favorite Halloween movie, A Christmas Tree. Mm. The uh the the long like witchy nose and uh sloping forehead, you know, decrepit bent over walking, shit like that. Gotcha. Um But I love this one because it sticks to the story. And it's better than the previous one because of the uh the lack of um it didn't turn it into a musical. Uh this one also <clears throat> came out in two thousand nine, by the way, so if you guys want to get an idea, it was fourteen years ago. Already, uh, I, I don't know if I said the last one. The last one came out last year in 2022. So, um, hey, I didn't know yeah. they were still making them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, this one also got eight out of ten. Um, <clears throat> and the only the only reason is is uh, the only reason it's eight out of ten, just like the other one, is because even though the other one was a musical, this one had like a little bit of a darker sense to it, which is kind of. Uh, hypocritical for me to say because there is one on here that is dog shit and uh it's also very very dark but i like this one because it because it gives you that it, it helps you uh it, it's oh my god not, not helps you it shows you what your emotion needs to be during these scenes so i've seen the very beginning where scrooge is you know still the cranky old greedy dude it's somber music it's darker lighting it's slower moving but once he has his realization on how life could be better and how Christmas isn't that bad after all, it's brighter. He's cheerier. It's more upbeat and everything. And that's what is really cool about this one. And this is probably another one that I could probably watch every single year along with Patrick Stewart and just enjoy it. Nice. So 8 out of 10 for that one as well. Uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. I gave it 8 out of 10 for the simple fact of nostalgia. Sure. Uh, it's a, it, to me, I consider this an animated short. It's only about 25 minutes. No kidding. Yeah. 
Yeah. If if that, I it's it's somewhere between eighteen and twenty five. I can't remember the exact number. I should write it down. Yeah, because when I because when I was watching it, I I'm sitting there looking at you know, obviously you know reading the description, looking at the time and everything, and I was like, there's no way like I and my at first I thought like maybe there's that much time left. Like I started it and never completed it. No, it's a short movie. Um, I don't know if you want to look it up and see how long it is, but it's somewhere between eighteen and twenty five minutes. Um. It's cool that they can depict the entire story in that time frame because all these other movies I've been watching are anywhere from an hour and a half to like two hours long. Yeah, twenty six minutes, and I'm assuming that includes the uh, credits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But yeah, I I gave it an eight out of ten because of nostalgia. It's just I I mean, obviously, this was the first Christmas Carol story I've ever watched. It's Disney, you know, and uh, I'm like nineteen eighties Disney. It is a testament to the skill of the animators and the storytellers and writers and everything that they can take something that's two hours long, essentially, and cram it into 26 minutes and have it be uh, mm-hmm. the same story, compelling, and good. That's all I had. <laughs> Just impressive. Yeah, it's and the thing is like and and obviously like going back and watching all these uh Christmas carols, comparing it to that one and thinking like, okay, what what are they missing? Like what what storylines are they missing? And they really didn't. I think the I think the only part and I'm I'm blanking on this and I could be wrong, so if uh, anyone wants to correct me, feel free. When Christmas uh, the ghost of Christmas present takes him around they don't go to as many places. Gotcha. Um, Christmas future. Uh, so in the in the originals and the story and everything, like they're they're walking around, they're seeing like these greedy people talking about all these things that they took from uh, took from this you know this this wicked man and shit. And then he ends up at this at the cemetery. Well, in the Disney one, it goes from Christmas present instantly to the cemetery where Christmas uh, yet to come is. So there, there's there's moments that they did cut out, but they're not key moments that you need for the story. Uh, they did the, like pretty much the entire Christmas past thing, you know, with uh, him at the school and all that other stuff. So gotcha. Um, incredible, eight out of ten again. Um, like I said it, it's probably it's probably like not you know. You know, as you know, it's probably you know somebody should have been more unbiased to watch these and shit. But I do love these stories. Uh, this is the worst one though. All right. Uh, Christmas Carol came out in 2019. It's an FX production. Uh, it's a live action one. Oh no, they tried to make it dark and gritty, didn't they? It, they dude, they, I, if if I didn't want to see it till the end, I would have turned this off like halfway through. They followed maybe most of the story. Uh. It's very, very dark. Um, for those of you who know the Christmas Carol and how it works and all that shit, uh, this one also included, um, referencing, uh, child molestation. Uh, they implied that, so when, when Scrooge was sent to the boarding school as a child and everything because, uh, his father or whatever, uh, sent him to the boarding school and then his, his sister came to save him and bring him back home. His father had a sense of like he changed his mind. He's better now. Come back with us. That scene. Yeah. So instead of that happening, 
uh, a schoolmaster is rubbing Scrooge's shoulders, saying it's just going to be you and I again for Christmas. Her, his sister shows up, tells him to run to the buggy. You're coming home. She pulls a gun on the schoolmaster, telling her that I know the deal that you and my father had. You're not going to hurt him anymore, blah, blah, blah. So basically, Scrooge's father, in this one, Scrooge's father sold Scrooge to the headmaster so he could go to school for free. Wow. Yeah. Also, in this one, uh, Tiny Tim needed a surgery. So uh, Bob's wife went to Scrooge for the money. And Scrooge said, I'll give you the money, but you're going to have to come to my house and do what I say. So then she goes to his house on Christmas, I think it's Christmas Eve, tells her to strip down as he's watching. So she's standing there naked as he's watching, implying, and he wants, he wants her to tell him that I am going to have sex with you for this money because he wanted to see how much or how far she's willing to go to save her child. Jesus. Yeah, so they ultimately didn't do it. He just wanted to, you know, he was experimenting, gave her the money, she fled or whatever. And also at the very end, instead of him giving uh, Bob a raise, he just said, uh, I know you're looking for a new job. Take it. Uh, also, I'm closing up my business. I'm not running my business anymore. Um, Wait, so he doesn't, he just, he just gives him his blessing to go find other work? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't so he, help him in any way. He doesn't give him money. He doesn't. He doesn't yeah. give give him the business that he's closing. He just is like, oh yeah, uh, good luck. You're fired. Yeah. Well, so 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 in this and it's weird too because like you know how like okay, so in Ghost of Christmas Present, it's implied that he's watching reality happen and what it could be like and shit like that. All right. Uh, so in this one. He's, 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 he's really there in what is going to happen as like a spirit. And while, while he's with, while he's with the Ghost of Christmas present and he's standing in Bob's, uh, uh, house, uh, Cratchit's house, the wife gets pissed because she senses he is there in spirit form and is screaming, get out of my house. As his, as her husband's looking at her like, what are you, what are you talking about? Who are you talking to? And she's just screaming, get out of my house. And they eventually left. My God. So, yeah, so. so I almost want to watch this just for the disaster, it sounds like. Uh, feel free to do so. It's over two hours long. Yeah, it's Uh, three episodes, it looks like. It's like a, almost like a mini season. Yeah. Mini series. Yeah. Not only that, uh, this is also on Disney. This is on Disney. Yes. All right. Because it's FX. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it is available on Disney. It's also available on Hulu. Um, yeah. So the, so the ending. So, so in that moment, so that, that whole present day moment, like you don't know what she quite did yet. Um, when, uh, when Scrooge is first there to kind of show you post that. Uh, but Cratchit, so after she went to his house, undressed, he did his fucking wicked, like, experiment, how far you willing to go to save your child thing, um, and gave her the money and left, she, she came back, thought, like, okay, oh yeah, and also she said, he told her, like, if you don't do this, I'm gonna fire your husband. Jesus. Or no, I'm sorry, if you tell him what we did, I'm going to fire your husband. 
And then he fires him anyway, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So well, here, so here's the thing, and uh, I get, I'll mention this, and then you can say what you want to say. Yeah. Uh, at at Christmas dinner or lunch, where they're eating, he made the announcement that he found a better job with better pay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she said, you know, you can't. Oh yeah, damn it, I keep getting the part wrong. She he told her, here's the money. But if if your husband ever leaves or quits, I will tell everyone what you did. So there's that part. So that happened in that one scene. So when they when she went back home for Christmas dinner and he made the announcement, I found a better job. I got it's going to be better pay. I'm going to be able to leave that you know evil man. Blah blah. She has to tell him that he can't. Oh Jesus. And yeah, so so it's it's it's, it's a headache of a fucking movie. Um, it's. I do not like it. I did give it four out of ten because it is a Christmas Carol. It stuck maybe like sixty percent of the story, but all the evil dark shit that they pretty much just said, okay, FX is known for Sons of Anarchy, Justified. We guys gotta make it evil and dark and shit. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, so they just made it evil and dark and shit. Uh, a couple of f words. Uh, they say shit a lot. Um, they show a scene um, in uh, Ghost uh, or. Uh, with Ghosts of uh, Christmas Yet to Come, uh, they show a scene where Tiny Tim's drowning and dies. That's another thing that happens. So, uh, yeah, if you want to see it, go for it. I didn't like it. Um, I gave it a 4 out of 10. Oh, yeah. I'm, I don't want to watch it because I think I'll like it. I want to watch it because it sounds horrible. It it's, it's the worst Christmas Carol movie I have ever seen. Do not like it. Um. Next one is It's Christmas Carol. It's 2000, it came out in 2012. It's a modern day version of it. Uh, instead of an old wicked man named Ebenezer Scrooge, it's a, uh, it's a middle aged, like, uh, not middle aged, uh, maybe like, uh, late 30s, early 40s female. Sure. Who owns a uh, publishing company. It's live action. Um, it's not bad. Uh, it, it's only one ghost. It's her boss who died, who's, who shows her the past, the present, the future. Uh, not a whole lot about it. It's, it's very chick flicky. Uh, so, I mean, but it wasn't horrible, but I did give it a 6 out of 10 because it's not Ebenezer Scrooge. It's not, you know, London. It's not, you know, the 1800s or 1600s or whatever that uh, takes. What, what the, is it 18? Is it the 1800s uh, that it takes place? 16 would be way too old. I think it's 18. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, I get this oh, one. It's probably out. 19th century because that's industrialization. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. All that jazz. Yeah. Uh, 1843. Oh, thank you. But yeah. 19th century. Um, I did give it a six out of 10 though, because they, they didn't follow the story hundred percent, but you got the concept of what it was. And, uh, it, it was just something a little bit different. Uh, I'm not a big fan of modern versions of it, but this one was, this one was okay. It's just a little bit emotional. This is probably the only one that I teared up a little bit because it talks about like relationships and losing people that you, you know, that you wish you get a second chance with. And I'm a bitch when it comes to stuff like that. Sure. Uh, on cable, uh, 1999 Christmas Carol, Patrick Stewart, live action. It kept the story as close as it possibly can without, you know, it being like one of the 1940s ones. Um, the, to, so there was one part of it I did not like. And I, I've never read A Christmas Carol, and I should. So I'm not sure if this 
There's a scene in this one that's not in any other one where he is being flown to uh, a lighthouse and being flown to like a ship uh, during like the ghost of a uh, Christmas present. I believe I think these are like his employees or whatever who are working like on like, you know, Christmas or whatever, like that shit like that. And not with their families. Um, and I never really clicked in my head that those scenes really existed until I started watching all these different scenes. Sure. Um, so I'm not a big fan of that, but so I nine out of ten this one. So I didn't give it a perfect score because I did find something I didn't like about it. But like I said, this is the first live action I've ever seen. Absolutely loved it. So, and it's on cable. You can search it. You can watch it. Uh, you know, other than some commercial ads and stuff, uh, you can watch it uh, on uh, cable. You just gotta spend two hundred forty dollars a month for nothing. Uh, final one that I did watch was uh, A Christmas Carol two thousand one. Uh, this one, it, it's, it's Charles Dickens reading a Christmas carol, but a different version of the Christmas carol. Uh, so it's, it's live action staying on stage, getting ready to read, and it ends up turning into an animated Christmas carol. Um, there's a couple additional characters in it that's not in the Christmas carol. Uh, one is old, old Joe, and, uh, Bell, uh, the lady Bell that uh, that Scrooge was engaged to and in love with long ago, uh, right. is involved in the story. Uh, Scrooge isn't an old man; he's like a forty-year-old man in this instead of being like old, old. Uh, Marley uh, haunted him at the office before he haunted him at the house, which is different. All right. And the ending of this ends up with Scrooge ending up with Belle, not just, you know, being an old man who they never reconnected again. So it's a different version of A Christmas Carol. It, it still had some key points. I wasn't a big fan of the animation. Um, I believe Nicolas Cage voiced Marley in this. Oh, all right. Um, and it's 22 years old. So um, I give it a 6 out of 10. Um, like I said, it was still okay. It just wasn't the original, you know, story and everything. So, um, the one I wish I did see so I could talk about it that I haven't, and I've honestly never seen it, uh, was, uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. Cause I heard that one's actually really good, but I've never seen that one. Oh yeah. I love the Muppets Christmas Carol. It's yeah. great. I, it was obviously one I was going to watch. I was actually in the, I was actually starting that one up to be probably the last one to watch. And then I got caught up with work stuff, and then it's just been work, 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 you know, the whole year trying to get the end of the year done and everything. So I never got a chance to watch it. But I will watch it uh, Christmas Day and everything because uh, after I get done, you know, doing gifts and stuff with uh, everybody and I come home, I sit down and I watch uh, uh, Holiday Inn uh, and Christmas Carol. And this year I'll probably watch two Christmas Carols because I'll probably end up watching Patrick Stewart's again. Uh, actually, Christmas Eve night I watch the movies so I can, like, kind of, like, doze off to them, so. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you guys, uh, if you guys agree with me, let me know. If you disagree with my rankings of these movies, uh, you know, feel free to let me know as well. If you haven't seen any of them, go check it out. If you want to watch the FX one, go for it. It's just, I mean, if you're a fan of how FX does their shit, I guess you'll enjoy it. I just don't like it because, um, again, I never read the stories, but, um, I'm, I never read the actual, written story of Christmas Carol, but I'm assuming the story didn't involve 
uh, forceful prostitution and child molestation. No, I'm pretty sure it did not. So, uh, feel free to watch it if you like it. You know, hey, go for, go for it. I just didn't like it because those parts I'm not a big fan of to begin with and to throw them into one of my favorite stories. It's just like, no. I'm sorry, I just can't do that. No, that's almost egg. It was very Edgar Allan Poe-like. Mm. So. Uh, but Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? Ooh, what am I freaking thinking about? I am freaking thinking about a new cocktail that I have come across called a Tom and Jerry. It's new to me. I've never heard of it before. Uh, oh, so Tom and Jerry. You didn't create it. No, no. Oh, okay. No, it's uh, I don't and somebody can I guess, created can I guess it. Guess what it is? Yes, please do. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it is a. Uh, and now I'm colorblind, so I might get this wrong. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's like a like a, a barrel like a like a barrel aged bourbon with um uh it's probably a quarter a quarter so it's a rocks glass obviously neat uh you don't want to put any cubes in it neat rocks glass uh with about a quarter of uh uh barrel aged bourbon and three quarters blue carousel with uh probably a twist of lemon. Hmm. That sounds good, but no. Damn it! It's, it's Tom's the cat, Jerry's the mouse. Uh, yes. Okay, is the mouse brown or red? Uh, in the show, I I would say brown. But okay, okay, so so my double barrel of bourbon uh, holds up. So okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yo, please. Yeah, no worries. Oh, I see what you're doing. Gotcha. Nice. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's a, um... Do you think I'm throwing blue carousel and fucking shit? Yeah, I was trying to figure out, like, why you would do that, but now I get it. Okay, go on. Nice, done. nice. No, it's, uh, it's, it's like a Christmas drink. It's like eggnog. Uh, you take and you do, like, a, a half cup of sugar with, uh, two egg yolks until they hit the ribbon stage, and then you mix in, um, rum and, uh, ginger cloves and nutmeg. Or okay. cinnamon cloves and nutmeg. Sorry. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Your spices. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, you are beating the whites until they're at stiff peaks. Um, and then you, you combine that all together. That makes the batter. Um, it's a nice, light, frothy batter. It's great. Uh, and then you put that into a cup with a shot of, another shot of rum and a shot of, um, uh, brandy or cognac. And then you top it off with three ounces of water. A hot water, like like you're making a tea or something. And then you just kind of mix it all together. It's delicious. It's really light and fluffy, and it's got a great texture, and it tastes good, and it gives you that, like, nice warm belly feeling from, like, a nice cup of tea or a bowl of soup. So you've ordered this or you've made this? Uh, I made it. Oh, gotcha. That sounds yeah. like a lot of work, brother. It is not that bad with, uh, you just get, like, a hand mixer. And uh, it takes maybe 10, 15 minutes maximum. Okay. Which I guess does sound like a lot of work for a cocktail when you could just, you know, have a Jameson and ginger ale and that takes like two seconds. But I, I guess, I guess if you really had to think about it, uh, the, uh, the pride of actually making it makes it taste a little bit better. Yeah. Well, and you can also like, like that recipe I just told you makes two servings. So you could, gotcha. you know, so you're getting two drinks out of it, basically. Uh, or you could, you could even, you know, make it. And the thing is, like, the more you make, the less work it is. Mm-hmm. So you could make it for a whole party 
and it takes the same amount of time as making it just for yourself. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sounds interesting. Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely completely not what I thought it was. Yeah. But but why is it called a Tom and Jerry? Uh, allegedly, the guy who invent the, the guy who allegedly invented it was named Jerry Thomas, and he named it after uh-huh. his mice, whose names were Tom and Jerry. Gotcha. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. So, what about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, honestly, until we did this podcast, the only thing I've been thinking about was, uh, like, how happy I'm going to be to get through the next couple weeks uh, of work and stuff. It's just been one headache after another. And, um, and I, you know, it's weird because I, I guess I didn't, it wasn't as bad last year, which I mean, I guess is a good thing because that means we just got more work, uh, we're doing this year. Uh, but also, you know, I was only here for like maybe two and a half months before the end of the year last year. So maybe I wasn't too privy to everything that was going on. But for some reason, this, this month just seems really, really chaotic. Um, I, uh, I just, I'm just excited to get through it because I know like my, my, my mindset, I haven't been focused on the things I wanted to be focused on, like, you know, dieting and health and all that other stuff. And, um, and, you know, just realizing it's like, I, I, I just want to get through this month so I can refocus, you know, back in, I really want 2024 to be the year that 2023 was supposed to be, you know, the whole like yeah. dieting, weight loss, goals and shit like that. Um, right. I really want to get back on track with that stuff. So I've been thinking a lot about, uh, all the stuff that I've been trying to do over the course of the last few weeks, uh, all the stuff that I'm looking like to kind of like want to do, like I kind of like put into action um, in eight days when this year's over because this year only has eight days left in it. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. I just I just been thinking it's like it's like it's like I need to stay focused even on busy even during busy times at work. I need to stay focused on my goals and everything, and that involves eating better. Ordering food less, buying junk food less, um, and pissing away money and shit. I just, yeah, I just, I, I just, I need twenty twenty four to be better. I just I really, you. really need. It. So, I just been thinking about, you know, just trying to get through this week as normal as possible, and like just try to. And I, I don't have phones next week, so having phones definitely makes it a little bit more of a headache. Uh, luckily, the guy who takes uh, phones for us at night uh, has been a lifesaver a couple days this week and took them early, so thank you uh, for helping me on that. I know you don't listen to this show, but if you ever do, at least you know this thank you is out there for you. Um, yeah, I just I know next week is going to be chaotic and hectic, but it's not going to be as bad as this week, so I can kind of like stay focused on at least the eating portions of it, and then I can kind of like kick in full gear because I do want 2024 to be, like I said, what 2023 was supposed to be. And I think that starts with uh, uh, the dieting and exercise I plan to do, but also I may bring back the uh, the journey journal that I used to do on WordPress back in 2018. Nice. I think I might do that. So if you want to do it with me, we can commit to it again. You and me, yeah, I'm into it. Right? Start doing DDP yoga again because I haven't done that since uh, – uh, our cemetery vlogs. Yep. Yeah. So, I think I gave it in a little even earlier than that. Yeah. Fortunately. Yeah. Twenty. I think twenty twenty four. I think twenty twenty four. We just really got to help each other out. I think that's what yep. it is. Well, we'll my, figure. Uh, 
not not to just out anything, but my uh, my mother in law started doing it and like texted me about it, and I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Stupid, <laughs> <laughs> but that's why that's why it's awesome because it's for all ages. I know it's great. Yeah. yeah, has she been committing to it? Has it been helping her? I don't know. We haven't talked about it since. Oh. Well, I think 2024 is going to be uh, New Year, New Us. Um, next episode, we're going to talk about a little bit. We're going to talk about a couple things uh, that uh, I would like to start putting into the works that we've discussed. Um, I, I, I love it because our next episode here is going to be very similar to the next episode of JFW. There's a lot of cool announcements and stuff that we're going to go over. And I kind of want to make those announcements over here as well because this obviously won't be released until uh, New Year's weekend. Um, and that episode will be released, uh, on New Year's Day. So, uh, I'm really excited for 2024 because I know there's a lot of cool things as far as FreakNet Studios that are changing and evolving. Actually, things that you don't even know about, and I do apologize for that. I didn't. No, no worries. I pulled the trigger on something that I probably should have followed up with you on, and I do apologize for that, but you'll hear about it. Uh, uh, the best part is it won't cost us a dime. Um, yes. That is always the best part of anything. Yeah, yeah. It may not make us money, but it could make us money, but it won't cost us any money. Nice. Um, but we'll talk about uh, what, what's coming in 2024. Maybe we'll recap a little bit of 2023 in our next episode. In the meantime, hey, Joe. Yeah. I believe you guys are on your break now. Uh, correct. As of today, our last episode of the year comes out today. Excellent. So, clearly, over the next uh, week or so, uh, there's not going to be a Cartoon Joe out there in the podcast world because, well, we're all taking our holiday breaks. But all of these videos, or all these episodes of where Cartoon Joe is at can be found in the streaming verse. So, if if people need their fix of Cartoon Joe during the holidays, where can they go? Listen, if you are ready to have your mind blown by this fact, Travis... GeekCast Live has been streaming for 10 years as of this December. Oh, that's awesome. Congrats, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So uh, that being said, there are 10 years of back catalog to go listen to over at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Yeah. Real quick, did you guys know you are hitting 10 years when you hit 10 years? So... Uh, I think GCR knew, but he waited until the show started to tell us. Because mm, I was wondering if, like, you guys were planning on doing anything, like, you know, like, big for, like, you know, getting getting the original, like, female host there and stuff like that. Yeah, no, we did not. We didn't do anything special other than uh, uh, what we were already going to do for the season finale, which was play a uh, a one-page role-playing game. Gotcha. So, what was up? You guys put, well, put you over 500 episodes. Uh, we're getting close. I don't know if we're there yet. Hmm. Excellent. Well, congratulations on that. That's really oh, awesome. Thank you. I don't know Sorry. why, for some reason, once you said 10 years, I was like, whoa, you guys have been podcasting since 2003? Oh, gosh, yeah. 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 2013. I yeah, I math good. Um, <laughs> make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching uh, This Freaking Show. If you guys do follow us on social media, you will see the amazing... Uh, Gift I got Cartoon Joe. You can check it out over there. Uh, hope you enjoyed that, buddy. I love it. Um, 
make sure you listen to our podcast where they are released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, just by searching this freaking show. Make sure you're subscribing where they ask you to. And make sure you rate and review us where they're requesting it as well because it does help us out. Uh, make sure you go over onto YouTube, uh, check out FreakNet Studios. We do have a couple videos that we're able to record for you guys that will be coming out soon. Uh, again, work has been hell and I haven't had a chance to put them together, but the, uh, the Christmas base episode will be out Christmas Eve. I will get that done. And then, uh, we finally tried those hot sauces and that'll come out, uh, the weekend of New Year's Eve so you can end the year watching me be, um, a little bitch. So, uh, have you tried the hot sauces since then? No, I keep thinking about it, but I don't eat. I haven't eaten anything that's like that I would put it on. Yeah, I've. That I've, makes sense. Uh, I've tried the middle one that I kept. So I know I got like the uh, pineapple one, and then obviously the regret reserve. But the one in the middle that I kept, I can't remember which one it is. But it's the ghost pepper, the reaper one. Um, I've been putting that on things, and it's actually pretty fucking fantastic. Nice. Yeah, the regret reserve one kind of freaks me out. I'm actually bringing that to work next uh, Friday, and uh, I'm going to leave work in 2023 with people not liking me, which I'm okay with, because I want to see how people react to it. <laughs> so, Sure. Uh, guys, that's all I got. So, as always, I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>